This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. It's 545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's around here somewhere. And it is... uh, the Man Cave Upgrade Finals today. I like it. I like what I'm seeing. Got the whole thing set up. We're going to have cameras on later. Beautiful thing. Have everybody on this deal. And it's just five people competing to have their house turned into a very cool uh, bar. Like, Brady, you should get in on this now that you're a bar fly. I like Brady's new character of Tap Dragon Brady. I got, a, I got emails from the Tap Dragon. I got uh, Rochelle, who was down at the Tap Dragon yesterday was uh, emailing me going, we're at the Tap Dragon right now. And she was taking pictures. She goes, send Brady on down. And evidently, it's actually a pretty nice place. It's not a... Yeah, it's not a dive bar. You can still be the regular at the Tap Dragon. We think it's great. I'll be at the Tap Dragon. It's just a great phrase. People have sent me T-shirt ideas of you sitting at the end of a bar. <laughs> I'm at the Tap Dragon with a macaroni, uh, macaroni necklace that says number one dad. It's great. Father's Day is uh, Sunday. And uh, I didn't know this. I got a call last night from a buddy of mine. Says uh, you're back into golf again, and I said, "Not back in. I'm I'm working on it. I I'm willing to I'm willing to try." Entertaining offers. It's uh, it's <laughs> it's it's an ex girlfriend. The breakup wasn't good. I started to hate her, and you know what? She's been on TV a couple of times. I've been watching her. She seems okay. I'm like, you know what? She was so maybe I've over overthought this. I'll give her another try. So I've I've gone on a couple lunch dates with golf. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I've, yeah. I've taken golf out for a coffee. So my friend calls me. and goes, "You're back into golf." I'm like, "Let's not jump like crazy." But yeah, I'm willing to golf again. He goes, "What are you doing tomorrow?" I said, "Oh, what do you mean?" He goes, well, "About seven a.m. I got a tea time, an extra spot." And I'm like, "You realize I have a job?" And he goes, "This is the worst thing I've ever heard from a white man's mouth, dude. It's f- Juneteenth." And I'm wow. like, "Wait, you have tomorrow off?" And he goes, "Federal holiday." 
And I'm like, okay, uh, we have to set some guidelines for Juneteenth. Is it a federal holiday? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I made it a federal Thanks holiday. Thanks and everything. Wow. Now, I don't I'm, even know. I'm all about taking days off for things I had nothing to do with. I'm, I'm more than willing to be part of Memorial Day and MLK Veterans Day, Day and MLK Day and things like that. Juneteenth is not – that is the one day that Whitey can't miss work. Like that's one, one concession to Juneteenth is white people don't get it off. And I know that's racially based and all that. But one thing we as whiteys, if we're truly celebrating Juneteenth, we should not say nobody's working. That's the one thing Juneteenth represents. As a whitey wasn't – we had days off because pre-Juneteenth we had people doing the work. Whitey can't take off Juneteenth. That's just a rule because then it then it's calls like I got yesterday from a guy going, "Let's golf." It's Juneteenth, bro. <laughs> it's just not. It's not for us to. We should tip our caps and say yes. Uh, we celebrate Juneteenth by going to work for for as a whitey. I know that's going to rub a lot of people the wrong way. I know that's it's based in race first, and we should all celebrate the same things. No. This one shouldn't have unity. This one's not for us. This is the this is like Nazis celebrating, you know, the 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 deal at the end of World War II. They still want to be Nazis, but they're you know you can't give rednecks and and Klansmen the day off. It's just not a thing. Now what Although, if what celebrating if, the day the Nazi party was founded or <laughs> right? Yeah, they, yeah. Well, we're not getting in on that. If yeah, it, it, it wouldn't be the Nazi like celebration. It would be the demise of Nazism. And uh, and then you know you're like, all right, I was a Nazi, but I'll take the day off. No, you got to keep working. How about if Winston called you up and wanted to take you golf on a day? Is that totally okay? different? Totally different. Okay. Totally different. Right, Winston's so. like, we want to include you in our Juneteenth right. barbecue. Yeah, I'd be like, well, you know, the barbecue's gonna be good. I, 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 well, I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, you better go to that. <laughs> Juneteenth will eventually, five years from now, have the greatest barbecues ever. That is a guarantee. But I can't. I can't. I can't do that. My friend's he's an hour and ten minutes away from his tea time for golf this morning for his Juneteenth day off. I'm like, get your ass back to work. No way, dude. You want to go golf tomorrow? It's Juneteenth. I'm like, oh, how many people even got it? Like, I didn't. Yeah, they turned it into anyone. a federal holiday like like real fast and like the a bunch of people got on top of it. I don't even know that people knew. I mean, it's just, I don't I even think it's yeah. been like voted on. I don't think it's state by state. I think it's just, all right, if you want to do it, I think it's like banks and, and government offices. I, I'm pretty sure almost all of them are, it's either today or Monday, but he's today. His office was today yeah, and he's, he's in charge of the office. So that's even worse that like Massa has decided to give everybody the day. Nice. Off. Yeah, it's his business. <laughs> Juneteenth. Okay. I'm still not comfortable with it. Five, six years from now, I'll be floating in the pool on Juneteenth getting a tan, which is even more offensive. <laughs> but, yeah, it was just awkward to go, all right, I can't golf with you. For, you're too excited about Juneteenth, Whitey. It's, just, you, you're, it's not a thing. And I'm standing up for guys like President John, who are half white and half black, who, you know, think to, in his own head he's thinking, man, I've I got a real quandary here on Juneteenth on which side I want to be on. You know what side he's taking. I know what side he's taking the day off. (laughs) I I, meant Thunder Horse. Look, this is a new thing for me. This is those new feelings. Two, three years from now, I'll be like, of course I want the day off for Juneteenth. But right now, we got to ease into this. We can't can't seem so excited about days off as crackers, I think. (laughs) You know, I just, it's the same thing I say. And and it's Columbus Day. I don't think we should ever celebrate that either for similar reasons. No offense, Brett. I think if you you guys wanted to have like super Italian, we're awesome day. That's great, but you can't do it on the back of Columbus. 
He wasn't. He wasn't like heroic in, in the slightest. He was like awful. He was a hero to some of Brett's people, right? But they're wrong, and that's the problem. It that they, was one of the <laughs> best. Speak right. for yourself, like, Whitey. It's like making OJ a hero as a Buffalo Bills celebrate. Fan. It's just what wrong. It is. Yeah, one no, of the no. best grifts of all time. It, if you want to do that, if the Italians want to celebrate the best snow over in the history of multi governments, then Columbus is your guy. Goes over to Spain, but heroic behavior, uh, not so sure. He's a, he maybe. He wasn't even that good a boat pilot. He didn't know where he was. I mean, we're celebrating uh, a guy who got lost. Yeah, he and found then, it eventually. He didn't find this. He, he found, found some island. <laughs> he ran into a. He ran into land, which Bermuda, was the goal. Wherever. Like, yeah. Well, oh, and a new land. How about that? What is all this over here? Those are savages, sir. Eh, let's act like David's never here. We discovered this place. First man on it. Got any gold? I mean, when you think about the phrase. Uh, were the first humans to find this land also means that the people that were here they considered less than not human, human. <laughs> not human yeah they weren't they didn't count really. uh, you, know. you know at this time they, what are you do? they didn't have boats still true today with Italians <laughs> who are they gonna tell yeah, exactly I don't know about you but these savages over here at the <laughs> casinos I tell you what yeah, it's like me discovering a casino talking stick look what i found it's like wait we've had this for years yeah yeah okay out of the way there chief it's still mine <laughs> you're not running it right right you're, you're doing it all wrong over here what with all this empty land so yeah juneteenth is uh, i'm not comfortable with it yet i guess is what i'm saying it has been a quiet introduction as far yeah, as yeah it really was yeah i think biden was the one who stamped it rubber stamped the the federal nature of the holiday i don't know how that works but i did see that in some Companies like my friends who decided to say, we're taking full advantage of that. So I don't know how official it actually is, but there it's are places. Like, that, yeah. And actually yesterday. And, spooky about it. It's like how oh, it went Brady, down. Come on. Oh, sorry. Oh, Jesus. I didn't mean it that oh. way. <laughs> See, we can't have conversations <laughs> as adults. What's what? What's, I knew he was what's scary there? about I knew, it? Thank I knew he was going I'm going there. to the Tap Dragon. People understand me there. <laughs> All right. We get it, Brent. Don't celebrate his goofy. What are you saying? <laughs> All right, now, I'm, how the whole now I'm with him. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, what's scary about it, Brady? Finish your mess. It's how the whole uh, thing went down, mirrored when the whole Juneteenth came about. Because there were people that no, they delayed. Right. Well, I mean, in oh, the, really? You know, right, people in the South. And, that was prior to the day and age of information. We, we've, you know. Yeah. It's, make it crisp it here. Makes, now, it makes nowadays, right. we're you're modern saying, enough to get the word you're out. You're saying. The trouble with this is they've bled out Juneteenth's holiday the same way they did to the slaves in the exactly. first place. Well, now we have, obviously, technology we could have gotten the news out. Well, all you had to do was pay attention and the news was out. But Yesterday I was in a meeting uh, for two hours talking with Susan and the guys and we're chatting away. And she goes, I have to call that person. Oh, they're not at work. Juneteenth. And I'm like, and that's when it dawned on me. I'm like, oh, yeah, that, there's going to be some places that take time off. And then I get the call last night to golf in an hour. About Juneteenth. All right. Brady's suspended for a little while. You can't make those kind of jokes. Ridiculous, I tell you. Ridiculous. But uh, anyway, I just, I'm not ready to have, I'm not ready to have, uh, you know, a celebration yet. I don't think that's right. It's like, I don't like barbecues and celebrations on Memorial Day. That still bothers me. I might be taking it all too seriously. I just don't think Memorial Day is a celebration. I just, I don't look at that one as like, oh boy. It's a, it's a commemoration. It's honoring. But having barbecues and pool parties and running around happy and saying happy Memorial Day always rubs me odd. I, I think find that finding strange. out that uh, the little fun fact about uh, 3 p.m. on the mm-hmm. memorial is a really 
good way of that was going new. about it. And it's also, yeah. you know, I'm okay. Like if I was fighting for our country and years ago and now you're, you know, enjoying the fact that because we did this. Well, we could, not just you, though. That's, I mean, the, the people who died or who you're, you're That's what you're I'm celebrating talking about. If, if I were yeah. honoring person, the dead, honoring the dead can include food. But it's very rarely going to include like pool it doesn't include Jaeger bombs and right, all that right, kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Okay. Kind of, just a certain thing, like Happy Memorial. What about a wet T-shirt contest? Now, that's or something. different. That's always <laughs> honoring <laughs> the dead. That's how I want my funeral to look. I would pour one on me while I'm in the box. This is put me in a white tee and put some cans in this thing. Augment me after the fact. But yeah, so there's just I, you know, I, I look at holidays like yeah. Patrice O'Neill changed me on all that stuff, and he's like, look, we're about 15, 20 years away from 9-11 day where everybody's out celebrating and having fun and it's like oh we're just we're honoring the we're honoring the people we lost I'm like we're not doing any of that we're shooting water guns at each other and we're i guess that's i guess that's better than mourning but in a way that's what all our holidays are based in horrible horrible i mean awful easter's one of the goriest horror movies i've ever heard in my life which is why they had to replace it with the cute bunny and the eggs because otherwise it's just just a ugh bloodbath it's freddy krueger stuff did you see the uh controversy over the uh, family their the daughter uh, the father passed away in the tombstone yeah the the one that spells every line f, f off yeah f off that's but right. every yeah. sentence starts you know um with that and it spells and it's very yeah. when you go by the tombstone you can see it says that and that the father was known for saying that f off yeah um, and that's why they did it. Now the people want the tombstone removed from the cemetery. Who are the people? And, the people next, uh, all uh, around it? Yeah. Because it's basically the first letter of each line starts with a letter that Correct. vertically will Forever spell. in our hearts. Yeah, then underneath until it. Until we meet again. Yeah. Commitment. Yeah. Yeah. Our yeah. son, brother. Yeah, and then the FF. <laughs> Look, it's have fun with you. Yeah, you're allowed to have fun with your tombstone. That's It's your last gasp. And if you're such a – like my friend Kevin, who I loved beyond belief, one of my best friends was uh, hit by a cab and killed. And, uh, and I, when I went and visited his uh, tombstone once, I saw that uh, his family, who I also love, I think they're great people. But Kevin was one of the funniest people, one of the darkest sense of humors of all time. And on, it, uh, on his tombstone, it says, uh, God called him home early. And I just elbowed the guy next to me and I'm like, God called him a cab, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and and we just started giggling. He says, way too soon. I'm like, that is how forever I will see this. And I said, because if Kevin was standing right next to me, he'd be going, ouch, good one. Because every time you'd zing him, he'd be like, ooh, that hurt, good one. And I know that's exactly what it was. So you have to kind of honor the person that's underneath that, that rock. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. God called him home early. Yeah, the cab hit him like five minutes before he was supposed to get to the other side of the road. No, but it doesn't diminish that, you know, you still love the guy. Yeah. And I don't care about the person next to him being offended by the stone. He's dead, too. <laughs> if Kevin Stone was just, he was short, but he had a big dick. Because that, that's true. Kevin had a massive, 
he, uh, the rumors uh, got around. He, he had a he was about five six, and he was Irish. And yeah, Irish guy with a big dick. It was unheard that's of. That's gotta be like, that's no, a girl coming yeah. into the room or yeah, what? It was unheard of. And and at at his funeral. I'm standing next to his beautiful sister, Aaron, who uh, still comes to my house. For, I, Aaron's one of the best people on the planet. Uh, <laughs> his funeral, Aaron's, Aaron knows, and she's kind of got a dark sense of humor, too. And we're all chatting at the kind of the wake, and then somebody came up and goes, hey, not for nothing, but your brother had a huge dick. <laughs> I'm like, this is great. <laughs> like, she never needed to know that, living well, or nice dead. nice to meet you, Debbie. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Uncle Rick. <laughs> it was the best. And uh, and then the conversation of all the girls he had bedded, who were all at his funeral, by the way, and that's another amazing nice. thing. A bunch of chicks that he had. Well, I mean, for a while there, you, you couldn't. I don't, I don't know why this phrase exists, but you couldn't throw a dead cat without hitting somebody this little Irishman was, was poking. And they were there, and they all talked about how big his crank was. At his a funeral. magical wand. At his mom's house. <laughs> I never saw it myself, but I had heard so many things from his college roommates to everything else. He'd just get up and walk down the hall, and people were like, Jesus, Christmas. What is there, a fire somewhere? What are you going to hose somebody down? But if that was written on his tombstone, it doesn't affect the guy next to you. Just carve the tombstone out. Yeah, out of a huge, this <laughs> actual size. It should. That's what I want my tombstone to be, a penis that just says actual size and my name on it. And the people visiting, you know, the person next to it, just know that your neighbor's funny. That's a good thing. Your, your dead grandpa's having a good time with the guy next to him. I don't understand people's hang-ups about that kind of thing. I know. I mean, it's Juneteenth. Can't we all get along? Juneteenth is actually Father's Day. Don't. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> No, no, bad boy. No, you turn around, you sit down. You said I did not. I expected Brady to bring I started that up, a sentence, you. and I realized what you were going to do with it. So it's a confused thing that we can't. Do I don't know. I can't even talk to you two. I'm trying to be, I'm, I'm the most adult one in the room. You started That's earlier. Pathetic. You started this whole thing. No, no I you did. did you too. Did. You were the one who put him on track of thinking bad. You're, you're a jerk. You're Gosh. both a couple of idiots. Uh, I know. Yeah, anyway, so what are you going to do? Happy Juneteenth. If you've got the day off, I don't know what you're doing awake unless you're going to golf. Uh, hit Whitey around, which actually makes the most sense. You can do that. But, uh, yeah, happy Juneteenth to everybody. Enjoy it. Uh, the, the folks should be arriving here pretty darn soon for our uh, glorious uh, man cave upgrade thing. we got the all the stuff set up. We're going to have our uh, four or five categories, and we're going to pick a winner. Uh, through all the challenges for the new man cave room, and that's pretty awesome. Prestige Billiards, uh, uh, Meathead's going to come down here. He runs that place. I'm surprised he's not. He does. He never takes a day off. That guy works 18 hours a day. Uh, our friends from Modelo are. What's the? Oh, what's that? Uh, oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> I got you turned up for a reason. I know. I know. You got to cue I it know. up, Brett. I had it, and then uh, the, our wonderful internet here. Since uh, Marcus, oh, is oh here Marcus, up there. Six oh two. Two minutes late, but good. So the uh, well, it's payday. It is payday. She wasn't on time. That's the word. But now she doesn't have to. Yeah, exactly. The checks cleared last night. Back to normal. Barrel. Oh no. Uh, cumulative time this week. I believe it was five fifty-seven, which shocked us all. Yeah. Six oh four, six oh two, six on the dot, and now six oh two again. She averages six oh one in the morning when she arrives. And on payday, you'd think she'd have the decency. To wear the ski mask and walk in a couple minutes early. Well, she's got direct deposit, so, you know, yeah. she's fine. I wonder if at, like, 9 o'clock our time, 12 o'clock Eastern, when the checks go in our accounts, <laughs> if she just slides the ski mask down out of principle. <laughs> oh, says, yeah. I got paid again. Because I still don't know how she's justifying. <laughs> she wakes up. And just <laughs> she wakes up at midnight and goes, 
Gotta get paid. <sighs> oh, that felt good. Like she's got to have some sort of inner sensor that she knows her account has been filled by paycheck. And then the ski mask just walks over and gets on her head. I should have brought her to Raising Cane's with me to meet uh, Ice T. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a role model. <laughs> Did you to tell her. him about? She this? would have been in that commercial. <laughs> oh, Brett, no. you should have told him about this. <laughs> he could have gone. If you would have made better friends with him at Raising Cane's, he could have gone down the hall and go, "It's payday, bitch." <laughs> he was too busy talking to Brad Perry, who was <laughs> oh, hanging out true. there. You yeah, know, I Brad mean, Brad Perry was his homie. That yeah, day. they were homieing it up. You know how. Uh, I actually had a uh, somebody tell me that when they heard after he was talking to Brad Perry, Ice T actually walked out of Raising Cane's and went, "I wish Juneteenth never existed because of that brother right there." <laughs> he actually had he had a point. He wanted uh, he wanted that man to be in some sort of a lesser position as a human being. He doesn't like him. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> no one does. Breakfast uh, I also saw a story yesterday, and this is probably going to become uh, a thing uh, that is just another, uh, here we go. A guy at his office uh, came on to a woman that he worked huh? with, right? He, no, no, oh, okay. Jesus, <laughs> God, your mind's bad today. Here we go. Here he, he, uh, he made advances to a woman, asked her out on a date. Nothing awful, wasn't inappropriate, just liked her, and said, uh, maybe sometime we should go get dinner. They worked in two different departments. It wasn't like they were interacting on a regular basis. Asked her, asked her out. How my sister and brother-in-law met. That's how a lot of people have met, yeah. you know. Uh, she went and told on him, and he shot her. So this is probably... Oh, you don't turn him down. No. Oh, you just don't say no to that guy. Also, you're making it very difficult for weirdos to just have a normal moment. I have to repeat this, and I know you don't like hearing it, ladies. If the office weirdo asks you out... You don't say no. You come up with excuses. Say, oh, that sounds wonderful. I can't. I'm kind of seeing someone else. If he shoots you because of that, then he was going to shoot you anyway. But you never just say no, and you certainly don't tattle on him. He got reprimanded by his boss for asking, and he already feels crazy. He's the office weirdo, and the reason I know is because nobody asks a girl out who's normal, gets turned down, and then grabs a gun. You were already nuts. The reason she probably told on him is because, oh, my God. The weirdo asked me out, and then she told because it made her uncomfortable for a second. That, that's you know you're the office weirdo if you're like, hey Brady, you want to go grab a drink? And then you're like, uh, no, gotta, I'm uh, no thanks. And then like ten minutes later, a manager's like, you got to stop asking the employees to do stuff with you. That's how you know you're the weirdo is if you get talked to by HR for simply saying want to hang out with me because evidently and even uh, you know by the report filed, he, he didn't do anything nasty. He just said, would you like to? Go have dinner with me sometime. And that was she it. politely declined. And then told on him. Yeah. Or and ladies, play the lesbian card. A huge. Easy. Great You're done. Call. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I only like women. What? Uh, yeah. That's a great one. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm starting. I, he must have been. I just switched. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. You may have known me as a woman who dated a guy, but that ended so badly that I'm, I'm only interested in women. I mean, don't tell her you switched because of him, but, right. you know, I mean. The last yeah. guy ruined it, and yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm kind of, I'm, I haven't told anybody yet, but I'm seeing a woman. Yeah, yeah, I've kept that under wraps. That's such a great excuse because nobody, everybody's going to go, whoa. And now you do feel like, oh, I can't say anything. Usually as a guy, you know, you you can kick it down the road a little bit. Like you ask her out, she says no. There's been times where you've, uh, you know, I can't do that. It's on Saturday or whatever. And then you ask again. Got to wash my hair. And then you get that. Okay, you know what? This isn't going to happen. Right. Eventually the guy Sometimes you have to find out. All right, she's not into me. Else she wouldn't have. If she would. Yeah. 
And most guys were raised with the idea that a woman what will happened? sometimes just say no the first couple of times you ask, and you gotta you gotta be persistent, not creepy. But persistent. But one thing you can't do is go straight to HR when uh, the office weirdo asks you out. That's on you, ladies. That's for you to protect the whole office as office weirdo. Unless the guy was just hovering around and then finally – and you knew it. He, he's going to eventually come over here and ask me out. Yeah. I'm really uncomfortable I mean, with this. In our office, imagine the bone-chilling fear you would feel if Paul Sura wandered up and said, I was thinking maybe I could take you to dinner sometime. <sighs> It'd be like ghosts <laughs> for some just, wine and oh, yeah, cheese. I'm take you out for a big wheel of cheese and some wine. Talk about work. Maybe talk about how we both hate people. <laughs> and then uh, she would go, "Oh yeah, I got. I'm a lesbian." And the last thing she needs to do after that, as horrifying as that proposition may have been, is go over to Susie to say, uh, "You need to talk to Paul about asking me out." And then Susie's got the job of going to tell Paul, Paul. Did you ask Jill out on a date? Well, I did. I wanted to see if she wanted to go talk about hating people. And then she says, you can't do that anymore. Okay, well, I'm just going to shoot everybody. That's what's going to happen. Like that's, I can't imagine having that shadowy and, figure lurk up to and me is and it ask true? me out. Do you have a gallon jug of margaritas <laughs> in your car out in the parking lot? I have a gallon of blood <laughs> in the car. And yes, margaritas as well. It would be scary. Certain guy asking you out at work. Yeah, but that's part of being a woman, and it shouldn't be scary, but also you got to read the room, and you can't turn that guy in. I'm not saying that guy was right, but you turned down the office weirdo, and then she ends up getting shot. So don't go to HR just because a guy made a pass. Now, if he's grabbing you and holding on to you and saying, you'll never work here if you don't go out and do things to me or blow me in the back, then you're like, all right, this guy's getting way too far, and tell everybody else, too, so then they can gang up on him. But don't tattle on a guy who just asked you out because yeah. that's bad news. No defense of the guy's actions, but... Guys can take uh, a no 99% of the time. Right. They can't take HR going, you can't talk to girls about dating. You're the weirdo. Yeah, you're the office nut. And he already feels like that. He already... That had to take so much courage or maybe... And maybe he was a a nutbag, but you know he's a nutbag the second you said... The reason you said no, probably, but it's a slippery, very slippery area to be in. Just don't tell if, I, like, you know, if a guy asks you to say, hey, you want to go? Because it could be a misunderstanding. Maybe he wants to talk about work. And there's been times when I've gone downstairs and I'm like, all right, who wants to go drinking with me for lunch? Because this, this has gone out of, like, today went crazy. would like to talk about your spreadsheets. <laughs> Maybe what were laid out in your bed sheets. Now, now it's gone weird. <laughs> HR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that a tent in your pants? No, it's a two-bedroom cottage. <laughs> These are all lyrics from a Flight of the Concord song, which is great. Ian and Deanna. <laughs> it's a sexual harassment thing. But it's, yeah, be careful. And, and guys, don't ask girls at work out at work. Don't do it. Whatever happened to the days of ask asking? Ask about at the all-campus rockers or at happy hours. Yeah, get drunk at one of the things that you're not supposed to have anymore at work. Hey, we're at a party and I'm drunk. And then do something stupid like half of our sales staff did and no one ever got fired for it. We had people grabbing. We had uh, wives getting punched in the cans. We had all sorts of crazy going grabbing, on. Grabbing, yeah. We're not holding the Trump. Oh, get full Trump. Yeah. From behind a full Trump. That dude was at work again Monday. There was a party we had once where I was forced to uh, choke a man out. <laughs> not in a mean way, just to put him to sleep so he stopped touching everybody's boobs. I don't know what to do. He's running around. To- There's women crying at the Christmas party. What happened? He grabbed my boobs and then he said I was a prude. I'm like, you're, what's, 
I'm married to this guy here. I'm like, oh, my God, that's somebody's wife. <laughs> and then he started to scream racial slurs, and we had to choke him out. No, it wasn't Brett. We had to no, choke him out at the not. place. We had to calm him down and neck him. Yep, sleep. Slept him and put him in an Uber. I'd never been more proud of myself, ever. At least you got his address from me. Oh, well, <laughs> I think they changed the name of that road. People in the laundry room. <laughs> What's that? And, uh, oh, yeah, the they had sex in my yeah. house. Yeah, in your at our house. Christmas party. Uh, yeah, promo kid and some the lady. guy that likes smokes and ladies. And he was running short on smokes. It cracks me up because they always <laughs> look at, at the jocks as being the wild and crazy ones. And it's always the sales it's department always. and the promo kids that are just getting drunk for the first well, time. Because they're yeah. no different. Right. Look, salespeople. It's in, the hall pass. Let me tell yeah. you this real quick. Salespeople in radio are just well-dressed uh, D students. <laughs> they're the promo kids with nice clothes. None of them are, you know, upper crust. <laughs> Something's happened that's forced them into radio sales. There's no such thing. It's great work for that crowd. It is great work for people who aren't very bright. That's a fact. It's simple stuff. Now, it's really hard work to sell KDKB, and that's why it doesn't sell. It's because nobody down there is smart enough to figure out how to make a diamond out of that pile of poo. But a really good sales group would know how to do that. I've learned that over time, that people are well-dressed for a reason, in a lot of situations, to cover up the fact that they're stupid deep down. They, they dress nicely, so you assume they, they're better at their job than they are. And most of them are like, just suits. They're stuffed suits. That's where the phrase comes from. That's why it's just a stuffed suit. That's where we all dress like slobs around here? Slobs are usually the ones you can rely on. Because <laughs> they they got nothing to lose, really. They're not putting on a show. That's what's great about this building. Is we're the classy ones. I've never once been at You'd probably assume that Brett or me or Brady or we'd be the ones at a Christmas party that are the ones grabbing, making mistakes. Nope. It's the salespeople. Grabbing people who don't even work here by the Jennies and laughing and then getting stuffed in cabs. If you've ever been carried to a cab twice at a work event, you should quit your job the next day. Two times you're stuffed in a car and sent home. Hilarious. I do miss the Christmas parties. Yeah, we're never having another one again. Tripp said that to me. We will never, ever have another one of those again. I'm like, we shouldn't. You're absolutely (laughs) not worth the risk. I'm like, I know. You're feeding everybody alcohol and saying, have a good time. And then one of those classy, suited individuals down there, you're thinking, hey, 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 there's a hand on my wife's. Whose is that? That's not mine. (laughs) How you doing? Oh, no. It's this guy. It's the drunk salesman. So be careful out there. But, you know, don't ask it. And that's the other thing. Uh, don't ask people out at work anymore. Maybe Brady's sister and brother-in-law met there. That's an old-timey Years thing. ago. Can't do that anymore. And it's where you spend most of your time. It's who you meet. But you can't date people you work with anymore. It's not worth it. Too much HR involved. Although our HR lady made a jerk-off reference in the meeting yesterday. And everybody broke down and laughed hilariously. It's like she made a... A masturbation joke, right? In the, and it's like, this is great. This place is awesome. I don't know. I should have filed with, I don't know who I file with her. <laughs> I was really uncomfortable at meeting when you made that jerk off joke, but it was very funny. You have to go to big HR. Yeah. And then she said, why were you uncomfortable? Because like, I didn't think of it first. You beat me to the punch. That was very <laughs> funny. I got a reputation to uphold around here. I'm the wisecracker, not you. Good stuff. Ah, the wisecracker. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one to scream it together before we get this whole shebang underway and give somebody a brand-new man cave from Prestige Billiards Modelo Especial on Barbecue Island. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. You 
said, fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.